Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, thank you so so much for joining me today. My name is Martin, as most of you probably know, and this is the Canny Crystals podcast. Can you believe it? A podcast on crystals and manifesting. Amazing. Thank you all so so much. I just want to start by saying thank you to a couple of people who've put me onto podcasting. So the first is Eltonian. We started off by having a conversation on Instagram discussing things like what books we'd read and what podcasts we'd listened to in regards to the law of attraction and manifesting and things like that. And the second is Josie Baxter, who's also my PT. And she put the idea into my head a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, do you know what? You'd be so good at podcasting. And there's a real market out there at the moment for podcasts on self-improvement and things like that. So I thought, you know what? Why not? So I literally came home from the gym and ordered a microphone, ordered all the equipment, went in the next day and I was like, Josie, guess what I bought? Um, so yeah so that's where we are right now so each week I plan to deep delve into a topic on self-improvement it doesn't always have to be about crystals like I say it could be about anything spiritual so I'm going to deep delve into uh, meditation mindfulness things like that and a few surprise guests might pop up throughout the show and I've also got a section at the very end for your burning questions as well so let's just get right into it How did I start out on my spiritual journey and get into crystals and manifesting and the law of attraction and all that jazz, okay? Let's rewind it. Let's go right back to the very start. So I'd been working for the NHS for a number of years in the UK and I left my job to help out a friend who was opening a restaurant. He wanted me to be an operations manager for the restaurant and I thought, 
you know what? It's better money. It'll probably be more fun. Let's just go for it. Let's just see. Okay. So I quit my job after 10 years in the NHS. Okay. I went to work in this restaurant where I found myself coming home daily, drained, sluggish. I wasn't getting much sleep. I wasn't eating properly, which is ironic because it was a healthy eating restaurant. And I just didn't feel like myself anymore. I felt like... The life had totally been sucked out of us. It all happened around about November, December time as well. So it was really long, dark nights, things like that. And I was coming home on an evening and crying most nights into a pillow. And I just felt like I'd been totally defeated. And I had this defeatist attitude come over me. And it got to the January time. And I just thought, you know what? No job is worth this. I was really spiraling with my mental health. And I just thought, you know what? No job is worth this. I'm going to quit my job. So I spoke to my partner about it and he was totally supportive. And he said, like, at the end of the day, if it's affecting your mental health, why are you even in that job anyway? You can get a million other jobs. You're really talented. You've got loads of qualifications. Just go for it. Try and get back in the NHS if you want to do that. So I basically looked around and I thought, you know what? I'm worth more than this. And I handed in my notice without the premise of another career. I was really down in the dumps and one of my friends suggested that I read a book called The Secret. Now I'd heard a few of my friends had read this before, but I'd never really given it any notice myself. And I had a look at it on Amazon and I just thought, you know what, it's $7.99, let's just order it, let's just see what it's about. And I read it one day and I went through the entire book in one go. I was gripped. And I suddenly thought, oh my God, This is why everything in the past has gone the way that it has. It's all been me and how I've thought things, how I've not been grateful for things or how I've given my energy to the wrong kind of situations, if that makes sense. And if you haven't read it, go away and read it because it's an amazing book. It's called The Secret. It's by Rhonda Byrne. Go away and read it if you haven't already. It's a great book. So yeah, there I was having this realisation that everything in my life had been caused because of the way that I thought. So I started Googling about manifesting and manifestations and when's the best time to manifest and I got totally sucked into the phases of the moon and things to boost your manifestations. So for example, crystals. I just started Googling crystals that are really good for depression and anxiety and I didn't really take it seriously until someone that I knew opened up a crystal shop, okay? And she opened it up online And I just bought some off her on a whim, basically, because I thought, oh, I'll support her. Do you know what I mean? You support your friends. And the crystals came and I just started meditating with them daily and visualizing exactly what I wanted in my life. Slowly but surely, things started happening. And I thought, is this because I've got a positive mindset because I'm not employed and not being drove into the ground anymore or is this something to do with the crystals and is there more to it? Anyway, the weeks went by. I was still struggling for employment and I had a huge holiday coming up that was to celebrate my 30th birthday. My partner was taking me to Thailand. I couldn't go away without any spending money or anything like that. So I started trying to manifest abundance and wealth and prosperity. So I started Googling, what's the best crystals for prosperity and abundance and wealth and attracting money towards you? And I went on my friend's site And I ordered citrine, pyrite, jade, green aventurine, anything that I thought was going to help me, okay? And on a daily basis, I was putting them out in the sun to charge them. I was cleansing them in water. I was then bringing them in the bath with me and things like that. And I was sitting with them in my hands, visualizing that wealth coming to me. 
but I was really feeling it as if I already had it, okay? So I was literally sat there thinking, what if I couldn't afford to pay my water bill? What if I couldn't afford electricity? And I just thought, how would my life be different if I couldn't afford these things? And therefore I was feeling gratitude and being grateful for what I already had. Although I had no money in the bank, I sat there and I wrote myself a cheque for three and a half thousand pounds. It's part of the secret to write yourself a check and be really grateful as if you've already got that money in your bank sat there waiting for you. And I wrote myself that check. Every day when I saw that check, I would be grateful and thankful that I had that three and a half thousand pound, okay? And all I was thinking is, that is my money for Thailand. Now, a couple of weeks passed and I got an email from ITV, okay? I've been on a few game shows over the years <laughs> and um, ITV emailed me and said that they were going to use my application form from a previous show for me to apply for the new series of Tipping Point. Now if you don't know what Tipping Point is it's a UK game show it's on ITV every day at like four o'clock. If you get a question right you win a counter. You then put the counter in the machine and it goes down you know like them 2p machines at the arcade and whatever falls out of the machine every coin is worth 50 pound. That's basically the premise of the show. Anyway I applied for this show just on a whim, thought nothing of it. A month later, I was meditating, thinking about this money that's going to come to me, thinking about all the things I was going to buy while I was in Thailand on holiday. And sure enough, my phone started buzzing. When I looked at it, it was an unknown number. I very nearly didn't answer. Something inside me said, answer the call. I answered and it was one of the producers from ITV wanting me to go in for an interview. Bit like an audition. Of course, I agreed. And a couple of weeks later, off I was in the middle of Newcastle in a hotel. And there I was sat in a room with about 40 other people, a couple of cameras in front of me and two or three producers. One by one, we got sat in a chair facing the camera and we were told to talk about ourselves for three minutes nonstop. Now, three minutes is a long time. And I started flustering, obviously really nervous about my go. And then when I got there in front of the camera, I totally flunked it. I didn't have a clue what I was talking about. Everyone was laughing at everything I said and I just rambled. I literally rambled and rambled for the full three minutes. I came out a little deflated and I just thought, you know what? I probably didn't get that, but never mind. A couple of days later, I was out shopping with one of my friends and my phone started ringing. You can guess who it was. The producers at ITV loved the video that they were sent of me. They thought it was hilarious. They thought it was really, really funny that I just stumbled and just started talking about random crap, basically. And they said that they would love for me to be part of the show. Being in the situation I was in, I was currently unemployed. I'd left a job that I hated. I'd left a job in the NHS. Didn't know where my life was heading. And I just thought, oh my God, this was meant to be. I've been sent this money. The crystals have worked. What on earth is going on? So obviously I accepted and they sent me an email saying that I would be flown down to Bristol to the ITV studios where it's filmed. I'll be put up in a hotel overnight, all expenses paid. I'd have my flights and accommodation all paid for. And I just thought, you know what, even if I don't win, because even if you're a contestant on the show and you don't win, you don't come away with any money whatsoever. But I just thought, you know what, it's a day out. So you better believe the day before I took the secret with me. I had it by this point on audiobook, on Audible. I had it in a physical format. I was watching it on Netflix on my phone all the time. 
I was literally implanting that message from the secret in my head over and over and over again. When I was out in my car driving, it would be on audible. When I'd be sat in bed, I'd be reading like two or three pages a night. If I was in the living room and just cleaning up or something like that, I would put that shit on Netflix, okay? That message was constantly going in my head. Like attracts like, you are what you think, you attract your life. So anyway, I got to this hotel I had all my crystals out. I put them all out. And I just thought, you know what? These are going to help me attract abundance. Now I started Googling things like how to attract luck and how to manifest luck because I knew fine well that I was going to need a hell of a lot of luck if I was going to win this game show. I started reading something about binaural beats. Now I'll do an episode on this later because it is fascinating. So basically it's subliminal messaging, but it's subliminal messages across music. Okay, so that music is being pumped into your ears and there's subliminal messages on with positive affirmations in the background, such as I am really happy now that I am wealthy and lucky. I am the most knowledgeable person on the earth, that kind of thing. Okay, and if those messages are going into your psyche and into your subliminal thoughts, then that message is being believed by your brain. Okay, so I popped my headphones on, started meditating. I put this track on that was basically subliminal messages and I fell asleep. I woke up and it was five o'clock in the morning. I didn't have a clue where I was. These subliminal messages are still playing away in my head. I could still hear this weird music, but I felt totally different. And I just thought, you know what? It's 5am. I don't usually rise before seven if you know me, Um, but it's 5am. Let's just get up and let's get going. I put my trainers on. I went out for a run out of the hotel. I came back. I had a really, really healthy breakfast. I got myself dressed and I used that as kind of my ritual to prep myself for the day. Okay. I knew that I was going to win this money. I knew that I was going to be the winner. I knew in my head I was sin. I am so thankful that I have won tipping point. I'm so grateful. I started even writing out a text message to send to my boyfriend to say, I have just won three and a half thousand pound. And I kept that image in my head all day long. A taxi came and picked me up from the hotel and took me to ITV Studios. I went through hair and makeup and the whole time there was a younger girl with me. I think she was called Caitlin. Um, She was on the show as well, the same episode as me. But she kept on saying, oh, I bet any money I'll be the first one out. I'm not very good at game shows. And I just thought to myself, she's affirming to herself that she's going to be the first one out. And guess what? She was the first one out on the first round. She had affirmed that message to herself. She knew and she believed that she was going to be the first one out. She knew she wasn't going to win. And she affirmed that to herself over and over again so much that it became true. The cogs in my head started turning and I thought, you know what? She did this to herself. So in between every round, I made sure that while the podiums were being reconfigured and the presenter was having a drink and that kind of thing, I would go backstage and I would be saying thank you so much. And I kept saying thank you to everyone as if I'd just won the jackpot. I didn't care who I was saying it to. I was saying it to the cameraman. I was saying it to the sound guys. And I just kept saying, thank you, thank you. Oh my God, thank you so much. And they must have thought, oh my God, he's cracking up. You haven't won yet. But I kept on saying it so that I actually believed it. And sure enough, guess who got to the end? Guess who the winning contestant was? Me. Now I'd said to my partner the night before, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win three and a half thousand pounds. And he was like, yeah, whatever, Martin. And I just thought, you know what? That's two months worth of wages. That's two months that I've been unemployed. This will be perfect. Three and a half thousand pounds. I wasn't going to be greedy. I mean, you can win 10,000 pounds on the show, but I believed that I was due two months worth of wage, which for me at the time was three and a half thousand pounds. 
And guess how much I ended up winning? Yep, you guessed it. £3,500. You couldn't have made that shit up. It was exactly how I'd envisaged it. It was exactly how it happened. And it was the exact amount that I had thought of. I was straight on the phone the second I'd won. The camera stopped rolling. I rang my boyfriend and I said, guess how much I've won? And he said, three and a half thousand pound. He thought I was joking. I wasn't joking. And that's when I realised the law of attraction, manifesting, crystals, there's more to the world than just sitting back and watching it go by. Now, when I thought about this all the way home, I was thinking, do you know what? I've got a really religious auntie who prays all the time. And I just thought, she is a Christian. What if her prayers were just her intentions that she was putting out to the universe? And then I thought, oh my God, witches use spells. What if they're just intentions put out to the universe? And suddenly my whole life just flashed before me. And I thought, all the times that I've had bad things happen to me. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's because of my intentions and my gratitude and the way that I perceived everything. Now, I know that that might sound absolutely batshit crazy to anyone listening, but there are little exercises all the way through the secret book. Things just like manifesting something very simple, like a feather, for example, and it'll help you to believe. Once you start believing the smaller things, you'll start manifesting bigger things and bigger things until you start manifesting exactly what you want. Now, just even a couple of weeks ago, my follow account on TikTok was dire. And I was looking at it thinking, how can I get this follow account up? What can I do? I saw a video about manifesting on a new moon and using crystals to help out. So obviously I just went for it. I wrote down on a piece of paper that I wanted at least 50,000 followers and at least 1 million views on this video I wanted to have 100 orders overnight. And I thought, you know what? If this happens, I know it's the law of attraction because that would never have happened for me. I would have three to five orders a day, perhaps. I recorded a video on it. I did exactly what I said I was going to do and I went to sleep. The next morning, I woke up. You better believe I had 2.1 million views on that video. I had 55,000 followers. I couldn't believe it. I looked at my Shopify Oh my God, there was over a hundred orders. I could not believe what was happening. My PayPal was pinging every two seconds. I had orders coming out of my ears. I very nearly had to ring one of my friends to say, you're going to have to come and help us. It was crazy. I spent about seven or eight hours that day packing orders, 
But the whole time I was doing it, I was like, I am so grateful for this. I am thankful. I can't believe that this has happened, but I'm so grateful that it has. And everything just fit into place. And that's just one little example of something huge that I've managed to manifest in the last couple of weeks alone. So what I want to do next week is look at how to manifest and what kind of things will help you manifest, okay? Because it's all right me telling you all these stories, but how do you then put that into practical use and how do you physically do that yourself, okay? So I'm going to go into a bit more detail about that next week. But for the last 10 minutes of this episode, let's go at the question and answers. So earlier this week on my Instagram, which is at Canny Crystals, I asked what were the burning questions that you had? There were 70 questions submitted. I couldn't have been happier at the response. So... Rosie Blake has asked, if you could only work with one crystal for the rest of your life, which would it be? Now, this is quite a hard question for me because Labradorite is an amazing crystal. I love how it absorbs negative energies and things like that. And I just love the look of it. But if I was going to go for an all-rounder crystal, I would probably be tempted to say natural citrine. I just feel so connected to it when I hold it in my hands. And obviously, it's like a little ray of sunshine. It picks you up when you're down. It's really, really, it's like like a, such a happy stone. And obviously, it brings prosperity and happiness and luck and wealth and abundance. And I think when you have all them things in your life, you're pretty happy anyway. So... I'm probably going to say citrine on that one. Um, Tony, T-O-N underscore one I has asked, how to manifest and set intentions without making yourself feel silly for asking? Well, like I say, I will go into this a lot deeper next week. But why do you feel silly for asking? This is something that you're entitled to as a person. You are a creator, okay? You're a creator in this universe. There is nothing to stop you. Why should you feel silly for wanting happiness? Why should you feel silly for wanting something that's going to make your life a lot better? It might feel silly when you're manifesting. It is all about make-believe. It's tricking your brain basically into thinking that it's already got what has happened. And I can see what you mean. It might seem a bit silly, but like I say, I'm all for being silly if it means that I'm going to get my happiness. But yeah, I'll go into that a bit more detail at next week's episode when I talk about manifestations and intentions. And she also asks, crystals for beginners, which ones would you suggest to start with, etc. Again, I've got an episode on this coming up, but I'd say probably the main ones for me, I think when I first started, my first main ones were amethyst, because I thought it was a really good all-rounder crystal, um, clear quartz, citrine, green aventurine, jade, and pyrite. Now, obviously, at the time, all I was trying to do was manifest luck and abundance and prosperity and wealth. So I think it all really depends on what it is that you're trying to achieve and what it is that you're wanting as the outcome. But like I say, there is an episode coming up on this in a couple of weeks time where I'll discuss crystals in great detail. Kyla Kenyon underscore asks, does cleansing crystals take away all their energy or just the negative energy? Now, this is a great question. So I initially thought it just took away all of the negative energy. But I've since learned that when you cleanse a crystal, you're basically doing a factory reset. So every time you cleanse your crystals, you should then hold it in your hand again to set your intentions all over again. If you don't, the crystal isn't going to know what it is that you're trying to achieve. You've just erased its memory, technically. So whenever I get a new crystal... I cleanse it, I sit with it and I meditate and I set its intentions. Then I carry it around and notice it in my pocket or notice it in my hand or notice it even on my desk all day long. The next time I go to cleanse that crystal, I know that I've got to do that process all over again. I wouldn't just cleanse it and then pick it up and continue to use it. I would cleanse it, 
I would again sit with it, meditate, set its intentions. Ltinian.x has asked, what was your first ever crystal? Now, my first ever crystal, I remember this from years and years and years ago. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the area, but there's a, a coastal town on the northeast. Well, it's more like North Yorkshire called Whitby. And when you go there, they have like a big goth weekend and they have a lot of witchcraft shops and witchcraft supplies, things like that. And I used to go in and be absolutely obsessed when I was younger. And I remember buying a green stone along with a little luck spell. And the woman behind the counter told me that it was jade. Okay, so for years, I had this little crystal that I used to take away everywhere, thinking it was like this lucky stone and things like that. And it wasn't until about four years ago, when I came across this stone again, when I'd moved out of my mum's house, that I realised it was actually prayer night. (laughs) It wasn't even jade in the first place. So yeah, my first ever crystal was prayer night. And she also asks, what's your favourite way to bring your vibration up after a dip? I get asked this question all the time. So I think it's different for every individual. But for me, it's coming home with my dog, getting him ready and going out for a walk. Doesn't matter where I am in the world. It's just the comfort thing for me. Coming back, getting him ready, going out for a long walk, just walking along the riverside in Newcastle, along the quayside and things like that. It's just so soothing, so serene. It's dead calm. I usually put my headphones in and listen to a podcast or listen to a self-help book. And that really helps to raise my vibration. I could have had the crappiest day ever. But if I go out on a walk and I switch off from the world, that really, really helps me. I used to just sit with my head and my phone. And in recent years, I've found that that's probably exacerbating things and making things a hell of a lot worse than they actually are. But seriously, I swear by just getting out there, getting some fresh air, just doing it on your own. You don't have to make conversation. You can put whatever you want on in your headphones and just breathing and she also asks that's three questions <laughs> what's been your favorite book on self-improvement crystals and life well i think as i've mentioned through throughout the podcast today my first ever book on this kind of thing was the secret and the writer of that Rhonda byrne she also has another book called the magic and it's a 28 day self-help book so basically you read one chapter every day and every single day she gives you something to do like a little task and activity so the first day for example it's about gratitude and it's write down 10 things that you've grateful for within your life and then the second day it'll be something like think of three relationships in your life write down three things that you're grateful for each of those three things and initially you look at it and you think have I got to do this every day for 28 days and you build on it so it is different things each day I mean some days you're just saying thank you for the air that you breathe and things like that and it does seem a bit weird at first but it doesn't half bring your gratitude up because I mean at first I looked at it and I thought I've got to write 10 things that I'm grateful for for 28 days That's 280 things to be grateful for. Now, if you said to me, think of 280 things that you're grateful for, I'd probably be able to list four or five and then I'd probably start stumbling. But when you're doing it on a daily basis and it's just the little things that would have a a major knock-on effect. So for example, I'll get up, I'll have a shower. As I'm showering, I'm thinking... I'm so grateful for this hot water. And then the cogs turn through your head and you just think, what would it mean if I didn't have a shower? I would have to go the day stinking. Imagine going into work, not having a shower and being around people in the gym, not having had a shower. And it starts making you look at life differently. So even just being grateful for the small little things, such as having a shower or being able to brush your teeth or the fact that you've actually had a bed to lie on overnight or the fact that you've had a duvet on your bed 
Some people don't have anything like that and it's just being grateful for the little things. So that book is called The Magic and it's a 28 day practice, like I say, but it really does change the way that you think about life and having gratitude in life. Lauren Ritchie 97 has asked, what's your morning or nighttime routine and ideas for manifesting, etc.? Well, first thing in the morning, what I like to do is as soon as I get up, I sit up in bed, I have a little journal at the side of my bedside and I like to write down three things that I'm grateful for for the day ahead, okay? So I like to pre-plan the day, so to speak. So if I know that I'm going to be going into a meeting with work, I'll write something like, I am so happy and grateful that the meeting was a success and that I got a lot out of it. If I knew that I had an exam coming up or something like that, I would write something along the lines of, I'm so happy and grateful that my exam went to plan and that it was really easy and that I absolutely flew through it. And then I do exactly the same thing at night. So I lie in bed and just before I go to sleep, I write in my journal three things that could have gone better throughout the day. So if I'd had a bit of an altercation or something with a colleague or something like that, I'll rewrite it in my journal as to how it should have gone and how I would have liked it to have gone, almost to rewrite the day. And I find that that helps because it's changing that negative attitude into a positive one. And it's making you look at the situation in a brand new light and not in a negative way. I've also had loads and loads of questions today, like the one from the only underscore Connor, who's asked manifestations and the law of attraction and how to apply these to everyday life, including job and health. I think a beginner's guide for Muppets like me. (laughs) Like I say, I've got an episode coming next week all about manifestations. A lot of these questions have been about manifestation, but I'll talk about it in a lot more depth next week and we'll look at how exactly you can manifest exactly what you want in your life. But for now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This podcast, although only 20 to 25 minutes, has took me about six hours to bloody record because I'm such a technophobe. So yeah, bear with us and I hope you join us again for next week. If you're on TikTok, you can follow me on there. My handle is at Canny Crystals. It's the same handle as Instagram, which is also at Canny Crystals. Pop me a message, ask a question for the next week's episode. If you're interested in boring pictures of gardens and dogs, you can follow my personal if you like. It's at Mart Tweedy. And like I said at the start, don't forget to visit cannycrystals.co.uk thank you so much and I'll see you next week bye head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.